Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. We are your humble, happy hosts broadcasting live from lovely pre-Halloween Austin, Texas. So on today's show, we're going to do something fun, and this is actually another suggestion from one of our great listeners, which, by the way, Julie, I don't know if I told you this, but we have uh, eclipsed 140,000 now. I don't think I told you that, did I? It's 144,000 now. Yeah, so it's actually it's increased dramatically um, over just the past 90 days, which is great. It's thanks to all of our listeners helping us get the word out. So as always, this radio show is about practical, tactical ways to get you guys into action, putting you in a place where you can help other people and make money. Now, this uh, show in particular, we're going to give you a lot of stories, but we're also going to give you a lot of practical how-to stuff and how you guys can essentially be putting yourself top of mind when it comes to real estate transactions, but doing it in such in a non-confrontational, really not overtly salesy way. And uh, then, yeah, you'll get plenty of referrals and direct transactions and things of that nature. Now, before we get to our first point, I want to remind all of you that your year – I'm gonna say, by the way, guys, if I don't say this, every single radio show for the rest of the year I'll be surprised. It's so important that you get this. This is the most important thing you can – I mean, honestly, guys – this is like lesson number one if you really want to be a top producer. Your year has already started. Your next year has already started. Don't be one of these agents that doesn't really get started until the late spring of next year because then you're only really going to be making money for maybe two or three months. If you've ever wondered how a top producer is able to have consistent listings and consistent money, they work when other people don't work, and that's for the next three months. So most other agents aren't even going to be working. This is the perfect time for you to be getting your skills on. Perfect time for you to be going after expired listings, especially expired listings this time of year. Perfect time for you guys really to be starting your year mentally, emotionally, and then financially, when the actual calendar rolls over to next year, you're going to be in such a you're going to be in an incredible position that you will not have to build momentum into the late spring, early summer. You already have momentum. Does that make sense, Julie? Yeah, absolutely. And we will be here's early warning. We will be talking about this relentlessly <laughs> to make sure you guys actually get it. Oh, I've heard that before. Well, you know, those of you who have kids, how many times? You have to say the same thing sometimes, especially if it might be something that they don't particularly want to do. Yeah, it's normal. It's human nature to have to hear the same thing over and over until you finally get it, you snap to it, and you take action. So forgive us for reminding you incessantly. We wouldn't be doing it if it wasn't so absolutely crucial to your point, Tim. Yes, exactly. And just like our little daughter Zoe is uh, very insistent or reminding us what she wants. And, you know, we just started teaching her how to swim. And so now it's, Dada, what is swim? Zoe, what's this swim with Dada? I mean, I'm hearing that pretty much every – she's running around the house right now uh, at home in her bathing suit. That's how excited she is. And she just went right. swimming for the first time yesterday. That's the level of enthusiasm and motivation you guys should try to muster for fourth quarter because it will make That's your next year so for. much better. Yes, exactly. You have to have the enthusiasm of a three-year-old who loves to swim and is wanting to swim with her data. <laughs> okay, That's simply right. put, I think so. Uh, Julie, you have an email to read, correct, from Steve? I do, yes. This is from Fish Steve Robin, out. who is an owner yes. and broker of High Garden Real Estate. 
He wrote to you, hi, Tim, I hope all is well with you and your organization. It certainly sounds like things are going well from listening to your podcast, which I really enjoy. We are going to have, be having a manager position open up in our Atlanta market. And I was wondering if you or anyone on your team might have any people in mind that we should know about. That's why we're announcing it right now here live on this podcast. It's a great opportunity for the right person. Thank you again for the excellent work with Brandon and with Ryan. Expanding our coaching with you guys is still something that we're doing. And, you know, we love High Garden. These are some of the best agents in the country. So someone out there listening right now in the Atlanta market really needs to embrace this market. Um, Tim, how should they contact Steve? Would you like me to give his phone number or his email? Actually, I'll just, I'll just, well, yeah, give us phone numbers, email. We don't need to be in the middle. Sure. Sure. Go ahead. Uh, again, it's Steve Robbins, owner broker of High Garden Real Estate. We're talking about the Atlanta market here, and this is a manager position. Uh, let's see. Steve Robbins is your contact. Phone number 317-339-2257. His email is steve at highgarden.com. Everything spelled normally, steve at highgarden.com. So back to you, Tim. Right. So High Garden is one of the many, many hundreds of brokerages that we work directly with. Um, and so, yeah, anyway, we can help you guys expand your offices. And, and you, it, a lot of the – High Garden is a great example, other offices in other markets. These guys use our training as the backbone for basically recruiting agents. In other words, they are an exclusive, you know, premier office. And so as such, they have exclusivity in terms of a geographic region around their office and, and offering our training – becomes a recruiting tool. So you, uh, those of you who are brokers and you're interested in learning more about that, we don't really market or advertise it. Generally speaking, we don't have to. To be honest with you, people come to us asking for that. But you can email me directly, Tim at timandjulieharris.com, and I'll put you in direct contact with Lawrence, and he is in charge of that within our organization. So, Julie, let's not delay any longer. Let's just jump in. So, guys, here's the mindset. This is typically the time of year, again, where more normal agents, average agents start to, you know, they start to get lazy. They start, oh, we don't like that word lazy, Tim, but let's just not mince words for the sake of time. They stop working. They stop prospecting. They stop lead generating. They stop earning money. They stop having the mindset of being of service, and then they just stop working. You do the exact opposite, and you'll have the exact opposite ex experience in this industry that they do. Great time of year to really dial it up is now – and uh, for Halloween, and you can have a lot of fun with it. And so what we're going to do is we're going to give you, what is it, Julie, seven really great practical, tactical things that you should at least consider doing a few of these. Don't write these points down and not do anything with them. If at the very least choose one and do something with one of the points because it will make you money. So, Julie, without any further delay. Yes. Okay. And, again, this is a fun, low-stress, take-action-now type of a uh, podcast. So here we go. Number one. Commit to doing something to connect with your past clients, neighbors, centers of influence, service providers, builder contacts, etc. for Halloween. So right now I want 100% of our listeners to commit to doing something for that list of people. The idea being making maximum contact in minimum time with high impact. A lot of you guys, you're always asking the same thing. How can I connect to more of my past clients more efficiently? Well, we're going to tell you many different ways to do it on today's call. Point number two Decide if you want to go big or small. There's lots of options here. You can do anything from a targeted top 20 past client, maybe top 30 past client and center of influence, pop by list, or do it up with a really big event, as many of our coaching clients have done. Decide after you see what the options are here. So, you know, maybe you're totally slammed, you've got tons of closings, you know, you can't imagine doing one more thing. If that's your situation, first of all, congratulations, you're doing a great job. But secondly, remember what the first point is, 
Commit to doing something. So if that's you, decide to do a top 20, top 30 list and do something. You don't have to have a huge event if you don't find that to work for you. Okay, point number three, small. Make a list of 20 or 30 of your best contacts. Commit to personally stopping by to see them with candy, cupcakes, pumpkins, pumpkin pie, etc. Get ideas from our private Facebook page. So Tim, I wanted to expand on that on our private Facebook page for our coaching clients. There's something called the candy hand. Would you like me to elaborate on yes, that sort of thing? Okay. Right. Your, your first two points were kind of no-brainer points. So let's get into some practical things that they, now they can committed. be doing. Yes. But, but right, now you're committed, now you've decided to do it, but just drill down on this. So you don't have to like, you know, like Julie said, decide if you're just going to spoil or you're going to do this for your top, you know, handful of clients, 20 or 25 clients, or whether or not you want to do something larger that we're going to describe for you in a second. We're going to give you a lot of different ideas, but again, your job is to choose one. So go ahead with the idea and let's talk about just some other things they can be doing with the mindset, Julie, that most of these guys We'll probably we'll get to, we'll have a higher probability of these guys taking action if we give them ideas that are most uh, suitable for say spoiling 20 to maybe 30 of their yeah. past clients, centers of influence and friends. So let's keep it small and then we can give them some bigger ideas. Cool? Yeah, absolutely. And most of this stuff is scalable. It just depends on how many you make and how much you want to spend and that kind of thing. So um, the thing I'm referring to is a fun thing you can put together in one afternoon. It's called the candy hand. If you need a hand or when you need a hand in real estate, call me. And all you do is you take a, like a, you can go to Home Depot, for example, and get a box of clear latex gloves from the paint department. What you're going to do is you're going to fill that with candy. And I know some of you guys are going, oh, that's cheesy. So it doesn't matter what you think. We're making connection to your past clients. And this is a fun project. So you fill it with candy. You go to your local Halloween store. You can order on Amazon those little spider rings after it's filled with candy and it looks like a hand. Put the spider ring on and you tie it with a nice Halloween bow. So now you've got what we call the candy hand. You tie your business card and a little saying, when you need a helping hand in real estate, think of me, your business card, and these are your giveaways. Now, how do you use this? Let's look from small to big. Easiest thing to do is make your list of your past clients' center of influence. What some of our clients have done is they're using this at big Halloween open houses that they spend a little bit more time advertising. Kids in the neighborhood come. They've got lots of directional signs. You can do an open house giveaway. You can visit builder contacts. Uh, this is what a lot of our coaches are advising you guys to do. We've talked on previous calls about getting with the new build model reps to ask them, gosh, when somebody builds with you and they have a house to sell, what happens to that listing lead? It would be my pleasure to help that person get their home sold so they don't have to back out of your new construction contract. So you drop off some of those at your new construction. Maybe you make a list of 10 different developments that have new build model reps, and you take your candy hand uh, collection in your basket, and you do a nice fun thing for them. Those are just two different options. I've had people you know, just make a list and do pop buys to people's houses. Saturday morning is the best contact time. Um, but that's a fun little thing. And it doesn't have to be that. It could be any iteration of that that you like to do of candy bags and that sort of thing. Some of our past clients are really into doing it on their own, baking cookies and cupcakes. And, you know, this is a fun thing. And for those of you who are drivers out there going, oh, that's not my cup of tea, I'm here to remind you when someone gets a listing that you thought was yours and you wonder how in the world that person got it, it's because they do more of this type of personal connection. Wouldn't you agree with that, Tim? I would. So let's stay small for a little bit longer, then we're going to go on to the other two points. Um, so another, you know, I say small because a lot of you guys can don't want to have a big bunch of work or, you know, whatever. So that's fine. 
you could go to Costco, you could, you know, buy a bunch of pies. Like this idea has been around forever, like since the 60s, but still it's a valid idea. Don't spend a lot of money on these. Call ahead of time. Ask the brokery. Uh, that's ask the bakery for some, you know, suggestions on, you know, basically getting better pricing and all that. And you know, you can do a small Popeye with your clients and your past clients, and you can give them a pie, or you could, as Julie said, give them something. You guys get the point here, right? Your job is to get off your butts and go out and make contact and do it in a Halloween type theme. So you don't have to be listening to the next couple points that we have and being intimidated by them because they're essentially a small and larger events. You can participate. You can do something. Doing nothing is not an option. The next point, Julie. Okay, so if you want to ramp this up, you can create 100 bags or whatever you're doing. Expand your list to include people like new build reps. Think of listing referrals, title, mortgage service providers, influential people in your neighborhood. Maybe they didn't actually do a transaction with you, but you guys know who the social mover and shaker types are. Those are the people who organize everything in your neighborhood. Make sure you're connecting to them. Homeowners Association contacts. Expand your list. Remember, it's a personal contact that you're looking for. The law of reciprocity is your friend here. You know, I, it's funny because I always – this is like an iteration of our wrapping paper project that we'll talk about later in the year. And I'll never forget a coaching call where they, they got the project, at least we thought they did. But they said on their coaching call, well, I just dropped it off and ran. Like they were avoiding contact. That's, that's the opposite of what you're asking you to do. The point is to make that personal contact. So expand your list. Uh, and, again, we're working the law of reciprocity. The cool thing about Halloween is it's non-denominational. It's not like, you know, some of you guys worry about dropping off wine at Christmas because maybe you've got the wrong religion and maybe they're in recovery, right? So we don't have any of those little things to have extra consideration. Halloween's Halloween. Have fun with it. Extra great if you can involve the kids. So let's well, Julie, go here's up. The, but, yeah. but, but the, so we covered, sorry, we covered small, medium, but let's hover on medium for a little longer. When we lived in New Albany, Ohio, one of the things we would do, and I'm not going to step on your next point, don't worry, is we would have, when, the, when we, there was just, I don't even know, hundreds of kids in this community. Just It was incredible. <laughs> I don't even know where they all came. Actually, I think, kids, I think kids from neighboring communities came to New Albany because the candy was better. That's always been my theory. Yeah. So what we did is we created, um, we got these little Halloween bags. Actually, Rochelle helped us with this. We got these little Halloween bags. And we'd uh, put, as Julie said, a nice little saying with our names on it, our phone number, and we'd stuff it full of candy and we'd tie it off. And we would, when some kid, you know, or, you know, hundreds of kids, a swarm of kids came to our front door and their parents, we were giving them essentially little nicely organized bags of candy with our, with our real estate information in it. People loved it. One year, matter of fact, if I remember correctly, Julie, we put tags on the outside. We put like stickers on the outside so it couldn't be missed. And, uh, yeah, so there's some little right. suggestions for you guys. Just, you know, have some fun with it. Be creative. Some of you are going to say, well, that's tacky. That's too overt. Why? It depends Why on how it? you do it, right? If if the tag on the outside says, you know, when are you moving? Okay, that's going too far. <laughs> if it says something like, um, you know, like the hand thing, if, when you need a helping hand in, in real estate, think of me. Something fun or, that makes people smile. Go ahead. 
or offer something in the middle. This is something else we always did every year is we would offer uh, – so like in New Albany, they always – like most of the parts of the country, they'd always raise property taxes by a good bet every year. And so we knew when that ta- – we knew the deadline for contesting your property tax assessment. And every year, sure enough, the property tax bills would go up. And so what we would do was we'd overtly go out into the community and offer to help them uh, – essentially give them the tools to contest their property tax. It's not difficult to do. They need a CMA, and there's a usually a one-pager form that they download uh, from some state website. But we'd give them all that information, and it started great conversations that led to listings because they were so appreciative of the fact that we were, hey, there to help. Get it, guys? So maybe in your Halloween bags, depending on when taxes are reassessed, you can do a solicitation or an offer to, um, yeah, help them get their property tax bill lowered. You get the concepts here, right? The, pop, the idea is be doing something of contribution next point, Julie. Yes. Okay. So if you really want to ramp this up, and this is for people who have the time and the effort and the money, and maybe you've done some of these smaller things before, this is where it starts to be really fun. A pumpkin patch meets the charity uh, event. So we've talked about our pumpkin patch idea before, but basically you can, and now is a great time to do it. You do have enough time to get with your local pumpkin growers, and virtually all of you guys can do this. They're looking to unload whatever's left at wholesale prices. So you you know de- decide are you going to do this? Here's here's the drill: buy pumpkins and or pies. A lot of you guys are doing pies this year. Wholesale. You've got to choose an event location. This is bigger than our other points. Okay. You can do it at your home if you want to concentrate on your neighborhood, your office, the library, a women's club, country club, a clubhouse. Some of you guys work uh, condo communities with clubhouses. Proceeds should benefit the charity of your choice. The key to success here is to have people show up. Advertise with directional signs in your local paper, on Facebook, email your past clients, your centers of influence. Those of you who use Happy Grasshopper email videos, you can use that. Bomb Bomb videos, great way to announce your event. So you can either do a pumpkin patch by itself if you just want to start with that. And again, you're going to buy them wholesale. You're going to sell them at retail. Don't you know go over whatever your local grocery store is pricing them at. Some people are weird about that. But your proceeds go to a charity. Now, I highly recommend that that charity that you are giving to is someone in your center of influence, their charity. It's something that's prevalent in your community. It's something maybe your newspaper will pick up on and give you some PR. So marry the pumpkin patch to a charity event. When we did this, one of our past clients was managing Starbucks. So she put together a nice deal with her Starbucks craft, and you know that was part of our pumpkin thing. So now I'm tying in a past client. The idea here is to connect your past clients, your center of influence, your community, your neighborhood, charities. You know, when we talk about spokes and where your business comes from, one of the key indicators that your business is thriving or starting to thrive is how much those spokes kind of interact with each other. So maybe they come to your mm-hmm. pumpkin patch because they got a past uh, an email that you did through Happy Grasshopper, but they also know you from the neighborhood and their kid goes to school with your kid and you all give to the same charity. Everything starts to mix together. Does that make sense, Tim? It does. Well, I remember actually this pumpkin patch thing was Julie's idea. It's just such a good idea for all the reasons that she just stated, but we literally started doing it in our front yard. You know, we did. We'd have the the farmer would drop off the pumpkins, and they, you know, initially maybe we'd have a hundred delivered. We'd pay for them. It wasn't that much money, guys, like a dollar. And so each pump it was a hundred bucks, maybe 150 bucks. We'd pay them 50 bucks to drop them off, and then we just put signs up. We we did a little bit of marketing and advertising for it ahead of time. Yeah, in our in our community there was a local paper that went out every single week. So what we did was we made a flyer. The flyer was orange. 
it was like eight cents per flyer, or maybe it was 12 cents per flyer to have it inserted into the local paper. We marketed and advertised uh, our little event in our front yard, and no, we didn't ask for permission, and it didn't matter. So the pro, and we sold each pumpkin for like two bucks, and then all the money went to a local charity that was also in, heavily involved in the community. Matter of fact, I think it was New Albany Area Women's Network, or maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was the Humane Society. Probably it was Humane Society, because that's we did a lot for the Humane Society. So what happened was the first first year it was a little slow. You know, we were wondering if we were going to have to you know eat pumpkins for the next ten years, <laughs> and then the yeah. next year, basically all the pumpkins were gone by noon. And then the third year that we did it, we were able to do it, uh, you know, it had a uh, following, people respected it, they knew we were doing it to try to make a contribution. Um, that's when we scaled it. That's when we took it to the local elementary school. It was like one call to the principal, and she goes, yeah, that's cool, do it in the field, that's fine. And um, then we called the Red Cross, and we mentioned Red Cross on this radio show a lot because it's a charity we really believe in, but also the Red Cross, a lot of these big charities but Red Cross in particular, they really contribute when you when you include them in an event. So when you include the Red Cross, remember we told you this. Brokers, office managers, team leaders, remember we told you this. Call up the Red Cross. Tell them you're going to be doing an event. Tell them that you'd like to do a blood drive at, the, at that particular event. Tell them that you know they can bring a blood mobile or like when we did it at the elementary school, they actually set up little gurneys inside the little classrooms and you know people were lined up. But what the Red Cross does is they have direct PR links. They literally had this event, you know, Harris Pumpkin Patch or whatever it was called. They had that plastered all over the local papers like a day or two before the event. And here's the really cool part. They prospect. They pick up the phone, and they have volunteers that will call into the community and who have usually their past donation, uh, people have donated in the past. And they'll say, we're going to be here. We're going to be here from this time to this time. Please stop by and make a donation. And so here's what happened. We, had, we were promoting the pumpkin patch. You know, Starbucks had their – they had like a little table where they're giving away free coffee. Um, and then the blood, blood drive was going on at the same time. And I don't even know how many pumpkins – Julie, how many pumpkins we ordered that, that, well, that, that huge like year that we 300 or something. It was a lot. That was a lot and, of pumpkin hauling. But what <laughs> what time that. were they all gone by? It was no time at all. I mean, it was early afternoon maybe. You know, yeah. And all I the remember, hay I remember, and all the gourds and all the – I mean, they would have taken yeah. our dog if he was out there. Yeah. Well, I remember we the pumpkins went so fast that there was this tour bus uh, from this local retirement community, like this big coach that showed up with all these retired people, and they were there to all buy pumpkins, and the pumpkins were all gone, and I felt really bad about it. And so we ended up basically going and buying pumpkins and giving them to them. But the moral yeah. of the story with all this guy, the moral of the story with this guy is, is make a contribution. Think like that. And this is a great time to do it. I mean, I had some coaching calls with some of my huge agents and some of the huge big markets, and they're like, People are starting to procrastinate. They're starting to drag their feet. I'm getting frustrated. I want to do this. I want to do that. And so this is the time to use that energy that could become destructive just because it's hard to get people to be really responsive and just start directing it outward and making a contribution to the community. And it's fun. This stuff is fun, or at least it should be fun. Julie's well, idea so, about involved. Yeah. Go, Go ahead. ahead. Well, well, I was, was going to say, involved? maybe it's your your first one and you get stuck with worst case scenario, you get stuck with 20 extra pumpkins, go and give them to your past clients, use them in your open houses. You know, people are happy to go. see you think of who's got kids and they're ready to carve pumpkins. And especially if it's raining and muddy and they're not going to go out into your pumpkin patch and freeze to death to do it, you know, be of service, be giving, have fun with this. This is, you know, I think this is one of my favorite events just because it makes people smile. It's fun, you know, and it's easy to do. None of this is expensive. Well, the other, you know, I'm, I'm just, my mind is going, but like, for example, 
uh, we would do adoption stuff for the, uh, for the Humane Society. And we, we had this little thing. I think, again, Julie, this was your idea. Buy or sell with me and adopt a pet for free. And we uh, coordinated directly with the Humane Society that we would cover all the adoption fees for any of our past clients, anyone who bought or sold with us, we cover all their adoption fees with the Humane Society. Well, if, you know, just giving you this idea, you might want to have the Humane Society come out and have some uh, pets that are up for immediate adoption sitting there. You guys kind of get this visualization, cool. right? It's all about contribution. This is something you – now, you could have some T-shirts printed. You could sell some T-shirts. You could have a lot of fun with this. Big brokers, office managers, you have you know absolutely perfectly placed offices in your community with big parking lots. This is a good idea for you. And then start doing this thing every single year that people can start counting on it. It won't take too long, but it will become something that is really like a bedrock in the community. It's a seasonal thing, and then you've got something really special. So, guys, we're going to get to the last point in a second. But remember, if you've not yet requested your free coaching call, don't <laughs> hear the word free and think there's no value. The exact opposite is true. During this call, you're going to be uh, talking directly with someone who's going to help you get started on your business plan. And you also get a copy of the Real Estate Treasure Map, which is our, uh, you know, probably one of our best-selling books. And that book is a step-by-step guide to setting up your business plan for next year. But you're going to get somebody that's going to personally help you through it. And they're also going to give you some information on the coaching program. You can decide whether it's a good fit for you. Remember, the Premier Coaching Program, guys, it's only $99 a month. Uh, every single one of you, when you uh, use one of our lender referrals, is, are 100% approved, regardless of your credit, regardless of your current situation. Literally every single one of you listening right now can get into this coaching program. It's only $99 a month. This is a real live coaching program. You get two semi-private coaching calls per month. You get one private coaching call with a real live coach per month. And you get everything we ever talk about as part of this coaching program. Again, yes, that's the real price, $99 a month. When you work with uh, one of our student or one of our lenders with the student approval program, so go ahead and fill out that form. At the very least, we'll get you started on your business plan for next year, and we'll give you that uh, free book, Real Estate Treasure Map. So fill out that form that's right there on your screen. Um, if you're listening in replay, as 99% of you are, uh, just name, email, phone number, and also you can also chat. You can chat us, and then I think it's Casey or Corey actually will get back with you right away and schedule your coaching call as well. This is the time of year to take action. Do not be one of these agents that hears us say it and then say next March or April, yeah, says, okay, well, now I'm going to get serious again. Do it now. Get motivated now. Last point, Jules. All right, and the last point is an easy point. This actually came up on a coaching call earlier today with me, that uh, you can combine all three of these things, small, medium, and large plans for this. You can do all of the above with some very basic planning. Connect people from your center of influence. You know, if you don't have a Costco to buy wholesale pies from, think about who you know, who is your local bakery, who's in your center of influence. One of our California clients had a, uh, it was like a, a bread-making kit that he got from his local bakery contact that he knew from, from his BNI group. Because it was a kit, it was less expensive. It's not the made product. He put a nice little bow on it, put a nice little saying, his business card, and he did that for 20 past clients. Well, not all of them were home, so he saved up five for his next open house. So you can do all of the above if you'd like. Some of your people from your sphere might actually donate products or services like our contact at Starbucks did or space to your event. So those of you who have really liked these ideas on this call and are going to run with it, which hopefully is almost all of you, uh, if you are a current coaching client, look up on our website something called 12-Month Prospecting Plan for Your Center of Influence. 
That gives you literally a month-by-month plan of simple, inexpensive, easy-to-execute ideas for you to do throughout the year. You can do it monthly, quarterly, every other month. Do what's appropriate to you, your market, your time, your budget. There's tons of ideas there. So if you're a coaching client already, look for 12-month prospecting plan in your center of influence for more ideas. I've got a call with those uh, people in our premier coaching later, and I'll remind them on that call this afternoon as well. So back to you, Tim. You know, Julie, something else to remind your premier coaching clients on your semi-private call today is Mm -hmm. this is a really cool time of year. If they need an exact plan, premier coaching clients, a.k.a. Real Estate Coaching Essentials, that's the old name, listen, the 90-day massive action plan, which is part of the coaching program, you guys should all be implementing. That's your step-by-step, day-by-day, exact things you should be doing. What a cool time of year to implement it, correct? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. You have almost exactly that time. It's time to take action. If you're not sure what to do, some of you guys, your markets are kind of acting weird and you're not sure what's going on. Well, it doesn't really matter what's going on as long as you're the one taking action. So, yes, I will bring that up on this afternoon's call as well as the real estate success game and some other tools that we have in place for keeping you on track, particularly during a kind of odd time of year, fourth quarter. You guys have all kinds of strange things that you're dealing with, anywhere from hurricanes to pending snowstorms to the election to who knows what else. It doesn't matter as long as you take action. Yeah. Guys, listen, don't start tearing yourselves down. Don't start thinking there's something wrong with you. Well, there might be something wrong with you, but, you know, we don't know. <laughs> but, but don't emotionally start tearing yourself down. And, I, again, I'm hearing this from our coaches. I'm hearing this. Some of you guys are, you know, oh, my gosh, something's wrong. I can't get deals in contract. I can't get showings. Listen, this is the time of year when that sort of thing is normal, where you have a lot of indecisiveness, where you have sellers that get flaky, where you have sellers that get fearful, where you have buyers – and. Add to that this really ridiculous election cycle. Then you have the fear of interest rates going up. Then you have the the, the hurricanes. And then you have, I mean, the list is long, all the things that are kind of causing fear. People don't necessarily consciously, uh, uh, they won't tell you what's going on in their heads. But what happens is if they listen to the news, this goes for you as well, they're absorbing that. And it's caught. And what most people do when they're fearful is they turn inward. They, they don't make decisions. They'll actually kind of turtle up. So monitor that and monitor the fact that if you're feeling resistance from your marketplace, don't let that suck you under. Don't think there's something wrong with you. Don't think that there's something wrong with you know, the market. It's just in a corrective cycle. It's just a normal circuit. Markets go up. Markets go down. You can make money any direction the market's going. That's the reason, and that's what you're going to hear Julie and I doing our best to keep you guys motivated. You know, we're leaving it all in the field on every one of these radio shows so you guys can actually hopefully absorb 1% of the energy and enthusiasm that we know you need to have because you need to work through this changing market. You need to get your skill set better. But the best way to do it when you're essentially feeling headwinds is don't succumb to them. You have to do things like what we just told you. Do some community events. Well, everybody else, all the other agents are saying, I'm just done for the – they won't say it, but this is what they do. I'm just done for the rest of the year. You say, okay, cool, good, have fun. I'm going to do my Halloween event, small, medium, or large. Then we're going to be telling you about some other things you can be doing for the rest of the year. This is your time to really make it so that next year is your best year ever. And go out there and make a contribution. Do some – we didn't tell you guys to go and you know volunteer down at the food pantry. There's nothing wrong with doing that. We told you to basically do something that involves the food pantry or whatever charity that it is that your heart uh, desires. But do make a contribution because from the other side of that, and Julie touched on this, the law of reciprocity, 
I don't know why this works this way. I really don't. Um, you know, for those of you who are maybe a little bit more selfish driver types and you're wanting to say, I'm not going to do it unless I get a benefit from it, well, here's the simple fact. When you open the door for somebody when you're walking into a restaurant, have you ever noticed they have almost this undeniable urge to repay the favor, open the next door sure. for you or do something, be really nice to you, something. So there's this law of reciprocity that makes it so that when you do something for somebody else, they're going to want to return the favor. That's what this time of year is all about. But I want you to think in terms of how you can make the greatest impact on the most people. Because remember, if you, don't, if you aren't experienced the life that you want, if you aren't experienced the financial success and the material wealth that you want, the sense of freedom that you want, if you aren't experienced really what you deserve to experience, it's simply because you have yet to accept, embrace, and then get into action on the concept that the more people you help accomplish their goals, the more of a, you know, essentially the better off you're going to be overall. That's it. That's the relationship. You help more people, and then you will be repaid in every way you can possibly imagine. If there's ever anything we can do for you, email us directly, tim at timandjulieharris.com or julie at timandjulieharris.com. We love your ideas. We love your suggestions. We love your praise. We love your criticisms. Anything and everything we can do to improve the show, we are here for you. We do this show for the boots on the ground, frontline real estate agents. That's what we were. That's what we did for basically a decade, selling 100 to 200 homes per year. That's what a lot of you guys, 99% of you are. We are here for you. If there's ever anything we can do for you, reach out, ask for help. Embrace the changing market because there will be so many people that are going to need the help of a skilled, competent, caring agent, and that's you if you choose for it to be. Have a great day. We'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.